The following podcast is an Embassy Row production. Welcome to Scissoring Isn't a Thing. Well, we are very excited because let me tell you, I was panicked last night when I got home after being awake away for a week and realized I had not one, but two. I panicked and I was like, wait, how many episodes have I missed of you didn't generation but you caught up oh i am very caught up and i'm also slightly caught up in my feelings because today ladies gents and everything in between we have the incredible and really kind of like the main figure star the one we're really rooting for this season and as of late the boxer yeah the boxer of the cast (laughs) We did see her knock, <laughs> knock out Finley. Um, native to Los Angeles, Ari Mondi is a talented multi-ethnic actress who Darren has already sort of hit on, who was drawn <laughs> to the arts at a young age. On the small screen, she's appeared on a number of series, including uh, CBS, Hawaii Five-O, NCIS, Los casual. Angeles, and the one that I guess is just for everyone. And she will also be... The number one person that you follow this season Amen. of Generation Q, the L word on Showtime, which is every single Sunday unless you live under a rock and I don't know where you've been. Welcome to the show, Ari. Thank you. I, I don't even think I could have introduced myself better than that list. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, and also I have one question because I love to deep dive and this adds to the bio, Darren. Don't worry. I'm not skipping ahead here. Okay. Okay, good, good. Uh, we have questions. Only because I know her husband very well, and he's been very kind to me when I worked more in music. But are you Miguel's wife's cousin? Yes. <laughs> yes, I am. She, there our go. dads are brothers. Um, yeah, she's my cousin. I I used to spend many, many weekends and family vacations with Nas and with our other... She has um, actually three other brothers and I was just the hooligan. I don't have any siblings. So I would just like, basically I was their honorary sibling and I was such a little troublemaker. Um, I loved going in Nas's closet when I, I was bet. really little and just deep diving. She was the, she was like the cool older cousin. You know what I mean? I like looked up to her. I thought she was so awesome. And yeah, I, I still to this day apologize for just like going through all her well, shit. And like, she's a lovely, <laughs> lovely, lovely woman who I've had the pleasure of yeah. meeting many times. And I saw that, Darren, when I was deep diving on the gram and I was like, wait, what? See? Yeah. This is what happens when you deep dive. Well, Ari, on our show, we ask all of our guests how they identify um, in terms of their gender preference, pronouns, also sexually. Would you mind answering? Yeah, that not us? at all, actually. So my pronouns are she, her. Um, and in terms of the the way I identify, it's been a tricky road. Um, I've never really felt the need to label myself. I respect everyone in their labels, but I've that. never felt the need to be like, I am this, I am that. I have dated men and women, and that's where I stand. Do you feel slightly gayer after being on the L word for two seasons and given? (laughs) You you have to. I felt gayer the moment I picked up that script. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, my God. It's just. You really really come out with a bang. 
in the, oh, in the yeah. beginning, in the first oh. season, and in the second season. Yeah, I mean that was for the fans, though. That was for the fans. I think even know, the I fans didn't know us yet, like, though. You know what I mean? So, but like they had to open it with a sex scene. We've been waiting too long for this show. That like you're giving the fans yeah. what we want here by doing this. Is this is very very true. Yeah, that was, uh, it's it's one of those things that like when when I talk to somebody or meet somebody new and they're like, oh, what show are you on the L word? Oh my gosh, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of it if they haven't or if they're fans, whatever, you know? And I'm like, well, they're like, or if they ha- if really, if, if they haven't heard of it, I'm just like, and they're like, oh, I'm going to check it out. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's great. You'll just see my tits in the first episode. No big deal. Were you scared? <laughs> yeah, you're going to see all yeah. of me. Yeah, uh, right. was I scared? Definitely at f- the the first go round. I think I was like, it was my first sex scene and my first nude scene. And um, I was definitely petrified. But uh, once I got on there and and my co-star Rosani, who plays Sophie, Rosani Zayas, she and I, I think we're, we really had each other's backs when it came to shooting that whole thing. Because I don't know if you guys know, but it takes like hours to shoot one of those scenes and it's not necessarily always like feeling based you're not just like doing whatever feels right it's kind of more choreographed like we had an intimacy coordinator that that kind of walked us through shooting this scene obviously so we both felt good about it everyone was protected and um it's 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 very much like a dance feels like you're just dancing naked with somebody how, else on screen. How and like early in shooting did you shoot that scene? Because I think, I mean, thing. we talk a lot about kind of inside baseball on this show. Darren obviously has been in the industry forever. Yep. So have I, you know what I mean? So I think our listeners are used to hearing that. But for the listeners that don't know, things are not necessarily shot chronologically. So did you shoot that pretty early on, that sex scene? I would say Yes early on considering that there was an entire season still to be shot and I had met this person first of all I I met Rosani and within five minutes we had to audition our proposal scene in front of Eileen Shake, the original creator (laughs) Marja Lewis Ryan and who is our you know the creator of the L Word Generation Q and our showrunner and um so you had to bachelor who bachelorette also, yourself on reality, like meet someone and then five minutes. Who I will later. just say one a girl I dated was Marja's ex oh. from college. So again, the lesbian world oh runs it's deep. Never been anything gay. But yeah, than okay. This. That is not the first like connection that I've heard. To somebody. The, chart. the chart just keeps getting bigger and more intricate. <laughs> it's it's kind of great. Wow. Um, so that's so that was her and that proposal scene I mean that was so emotional so wow you really like you guys you hauled it yeah. very quickly very quickly within like yeah, five minutes I'd say that's like some some sort of record right five minutes that's I would assume <laughs> you know and obviously like it's a professional setting you guys are professionals you guys are actors there's an intimacy coordinator but for you and I know it was your first sex scene but do you think in some ways it felt more comfortable because you were with another female or do you not think that mattered at all like was there some sort of like equal level I think there was entirely yeah I think I just felt more comfortable because it was woman truthfully I'd like to I'd like to believe that as actors were professionals and if it would have been a guy it would have been just as comfortable because he would 
would have been respected. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like to, I like to think that way, totally. you know, I prefer to be of an course. optimist than rather than someone that's going to be like, Oh no, definitely. Like men would have, you know, it's like, I like to think that people can respect people. And she was definitely wonderful. Like we, I think held each other's hand and like walked through it very slowly. And she was great. She was wonderful. That's yeah. Awesome. I love you. And then that. second season was just that much better because we knew each other for however many months and then a whole pandemic happened and we got back to work and we were like, okay, let's do this again. Let's have some fun. We know each other a little better now. So you're like, so let's yeah. fight super intensely yeah. this go around. Um, Don't spoil well, anything natural though, because lesbian way. Yeah, no, no, spoilers. I'm not going to spoil anything. But last season, there was a sex scene that didn't make it into episode seven, I want to say, or maybe episode, it was episode seven, um, where uh, we used toys and said episode said scene never made it into the episode because I don't really know why it didn't make it in, but it didn't. Really? And that was these people that was, I'm talking to Melody. Uh, you got to get the hot this. OK, I'm calling her. <laughs> I, 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 I know, I know, Liz. This is it's like major. I know it's like I want to see like the uncut version. I want to of... see the uncut version. I was promised I would. I never saw it. I just I need to know. I need to know what that looked like because between you two, yes, yes. Okay, I'm just gonna ask this question. Don't answer this question. Just I want to see your visual representation. Do you finally hook up with Bet Porter? She's okay. a very she's, good actor. Wow, she's a good actress. Okay, that's a yes. <laughs> well, I'm confirming no, actually, it. That's a okay. yes, Liz. I read it. Listen, I know Ari now. Fine, that was a let's yes. just it talk, has to happen. Let's talk about... I didn't even move my face. Let's it's, just get your answer okay. on this because, mm -hmm. Darren, you're naughty, and I sort of have this question in the pre-pro. I gotta but know. In a different way, do you think, as Ari or Danny, yeah. that Gigi, Bet, and Danny should be a thruple? Oh, fuck yeah. Because... My oh, wife my and I okay. watching okay. last night. Like fan fiction, this is happening. Like we're writing this I fan think fiction so. as it goes down. Because okay. we were watching. Good. Someone somewhere else wrote it Yeah, too. we were watching it last night and I was like, they should all buck. That's what I think should happen. For sure. It's like, I just think because we're all tops. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the three of us together. Ooh, wait, that just you're seems all tops? So is that confirmed? I think, we, I think okay, our characters would all think top. so, if that makes sense. Danny's definitely, well, Danny could be mm, first. Danny's the top. Danny's, Danny Danny's goes both. I think Danny likes to think she's the top. Or Ooh. a power bottom. See, I think bottom. Bet Just, is a power these bottom. These are things to think about. These are things to I think about. Gigi is really? the top. Really? Yeah. I, that's, because there have that's been moments moment. throughout both the original series and now this installation where Bet, like, when she does end up like cheating, I mean, by the way, like, do we all die when she was like giving so much shit to Sophie? And we oh were like, God. what the? F when she was giving so much shit to Sophie, and I was like, bet first three seasons of yeah, L Word, let's like, rewind. Literally the having tape. Like, like psychotic affairs. Anyway, but when she did have those <laughs> affairs, like, I felt like she wanted to be like taken over. I don't know. We could really go into this. But speaking of like fan fiction right. writing itself, I feel like, like you mentioned earlier, that you were a single, like, kid, like, it's not a single kid, I guess an only child, that would be what you said. Sorry. Just bringing my brain up to speed here. And that you're half Chilean, half Persian, correct? Mm -hmm. So we see that a bit, in, obviously, in Danny. How much did you work with 
Marja and the other writers like it's just it's cool that a lot of I think a lot of you guys are reflected in your real life in the show like what was that yeah. process like I think so that was really a blessing when I picked up when I got the audition for Danny it was a Latinx character so it wasn't necessarily specified that Danny was mixed uh, with anything else. Um, but when I got the role, Marja wanted to make it really seamless for me to step into those shoes. And she was like, I want, what, what are you? What do you identify as? And like, I want to bring that person to life so that the other yous in the world see you on screen and they're like, oh, there's me. Yeah. Like the other mixed people, kids, you know, young adults, older people, like anyone that identifies as like a mixed person or a Latinx person, they see them, me and they see a bit of themselves. So um, it was really great of her to to um, allow Danny to be Chilean and Persian. Uh, it's flip flop. So my dad in real life is Persian and my mom is Chilean. Uh, Danny is the reverse. Mm. So her mother who passed away was Persian and her father is Chilean. And it really, um, it felt like a lot of, a lot of the things, um, like cultural, culturally that I felt growing up, like in the Middle Eastern culture, it's, it's quite taboo to, to be gay or, or there's shows in Iran that exist that are gay women, gay men, gay anything. So to be able to bring a piece of that to our show, it's more than anything that I could have ever imagined, I think. Because my girlfriend is Persian and she's trying to teach me Farsi here and there. I'm trying to pick up certain words. Uh, You know, I I pick it up here and there. And I was, one of the ones I like, one of the reasons I really like these previous episodes and especially this last one, episode three, was like, they didn't even subtitle the Farsi. You and Gigi were just kind of like, Bing, bang, boom. And I called my girlfriend Nadine and I was like, I'm trying to pick up on yeah. words here. I was like, I yeah. get lesbian when they say got, lesbian. I, get that. <laughs> I was like, picked up on that. Uh, was trying to do it, but I did kind of love it because I was just like, oh, it's just seamless in and out. Like it almost has nothing to do with the plot. They're just kibitzing and talking about yeah. it. And it was really beautiful, I thought. Very artistic. I would say there's um, no other, I can't think of another show that does that. That I've seen, at least. I'm sure maybe there is some out there, but I I can't think of one where they just allow people to kind of go off and do their thing in Farsi. Um, It's just not as seen, and I think it's really cool. And if more people were to do that, I think that would be even better. And there's little moments, right? Like you guys eating off of each other's plate, like which I clocked. You know, like of course, ex- yeah, they really Zoomed did in on that, and I was like, would I be pissed if my girlfriend? That, did that? that was like, all no. Seppi. She was like, I'm just gonna. She just like goes over and starts like putting pieces of her meat on my plate. She's like, I'm just gonna grab these pieces while we're while we're doing the scene, and I'm like, Yep, okay, you just do that. Well, but it it's, shows it was, how. Yes, it was an intimate moment. Intimate. It was it's just close. showing how, and I also just loved the stylistic choice of not using subtitles because it's like. Maybe this doesn't actually have to do with any of us. It like only has to do with you two. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Summer is here and we're ready to have some fun. We wanted to tell you about our favorite summer beverage, Bev. It's a crisp, dry, refreshing wine in a can. And all five of the flavors are zero sugar and only three carbs, 100 calories per serving. 
This is pretty incredible. They have rosé, savvy, bee, pinot grigio, pinot noir, and sparkling white wine. There's literally something for every occasion. My personal favorite, of course, has got to be the rosé. I love drinking it at the beach and being on my terrace and sitting down and watching New York City fly by. We absolutely love Bev as a perfect addition to any summer activity, brunch, a day in the park, hang out at the beach, or catching up with friends we haven't seen in a year. So for our beautiful scissoring isn't a thing, listeners, we've worked out an exclusive deal. Receive 20% off your first purchase, plus free shipping on all orders. We definitely recommend their best-selling ladies' night variety pack for all of their refreshing varieties. Go to drinkbev.com slash scissoring or use code scissoring at checkout to claim this deal. That's D-R-I-N-K-B-E-V dot com slash scissoring. How did your um, Persian family feel about the show? Have you, or, like, what's been the vibe? And your Chilean family, for that matter. My my mom is super open. Um, she's, you know, she's the reason why I've never considered labeling myself, I think. Uh, she, from the moment I got the role, she'd already seen the original show. So she was like, I think a tad more jumpy and excited than I was. She was like jumping off of the walls, my mother, when I got that job. And... Um, my dad, on the other hand, being more conservative and Iranian, he uh, uh, he was obviously really excited because he knows how happy I was about it and how passionate I was about the project. And and always he, he tries to be open minded. But he when I told him, I said, you know, I figured it would be respectful for me to let him know that there would be sex scenes and, and nude scenes. And so we were in the car one day. We were going to grab lunch or something. And I was like, Dad, so I want to talk to you about something we are we're going, there's going to be sex scenes and I'm going to be partially nude on the show. He didn't answer me for like 30 seconds. I was like, did you hear me, dad? He's like, I don't understand. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) to be fair, that could just be a fatherly response as opposed to an Iranian father response. You know, any dad might be like, it's true. true. Um, yeah, I guess you brought up a really good point. I'd never considered that maybe that's just a dad's response. I always thought that my father being culturally very conservative, he was just always a bit more strict with that kind of stuff. And just, it, it took him a minute to warm up to the idea of me doing this show for that reason. Um, not so much the show itself, but rather the sex scenes and the nudity was more of a thing for him. The like, and also like period sex really takes it to like, I know, but (laughs) it's a thing. thing. But I don't think my dad knows anything about that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So it wasn't necessarily you portraying a queer person. It was more you portraying a naked, sometimes queer person. Got you. Okay. So you obviously seen the original. I mean, if not, Mm -hmm. did you watch it like as it? kind of like were you around and conscious to watch it when it came out or did you watch it later I watched it when I was pretty young okay um and then I went back and rewatched, like kind of like just had it on in the background as I was going through the really long audition process to get this job um I was just like touching up on it but I watched it a very long time ago and then like rewatched little pieces here and there since was there any part of you when you were watching it as, and maybe this is just because I, I I identify as a lesbian and I feel very at one with it, but it's like, you always, 
there's always one you want to be with, and then there's always one you want to be. Was there any character in that show that you wanted to at least be, or you you related to the most? Oh man, I think I think I I wanted to be a combination of Bet and Shane, but um, I, mean, I was very attractive. Big dick energy, yes. <laughs> yeah, I always was like a Dana. Alice person, I feel like, like a combination. I kind of get that vibe from you. You have like this light, like funniness about you. And like, thank you. I feel it. I feel it. I really like it. Thank you. Liz is obviously Tina. Tina. Didn't want to say it, but. (laughs) What? No. And you know what's so funny is I was like, I can't remember who I said. I I think I was, I don't remember, but my wife said that I'm Alice. I could see that too. I, I just think that Alice that. is like, what do you think you are then? I know. Well, I don't know. I can tell you this right now. Yeah. I, from a out, an outfit perspective, Generation Q Alice is very Liz Cully. Ugh. Like, oh, I love I'm a, in. I love a print. I need love the a wardrobe Gucci suit. Like, uh, like, who love a Gucci suit? They're amazing. I know, but like velvet red. Like, yeah, I know. It's bonkers. But I almost feel like I'm her new girlfriend, Natalie, but who might not be her girlfriend anymore. The Polly thing. Like, who knew, you know? Yeah, I do. I do love the thruple, though. I do love that thruple. Honestly, I don't ever want to be in a thruple ever. (laughs) Do you really? No, I personally don't. I loved watching (laughs) the drama unfold. I do not want I'm a one person at a time kind of person. (laughs) How... How important is it? Because obviously the original L World had obviously out lesbians on it, but not everyone who was playing gay was actually gay. Uh, Whereas this time around, it seems a lot more at least diverse in its casting and diverse in the roles that they play and diverse in the sexuality. How important is that for like this time around compared to last time? Because I think last time it got a lot of flack for maybe not being the most diversely casted cast. Yeah, I think that had to do... um... I mean, they they did what they could at the time for like trans characters, right? But I think obviously it it that wasn't it. You know, that wasn't a proper representation of trans people. And I think now that was something that was really important to Marja was to properly represent trans people and um and also just just yeah. more no, inclusion, it, like it not was just jarring people, to watch. Right? I mean, Darren and I well, that's, yeah. in the quarantine, like started to rewatch, like we were rewatching, and I was like, "Damn, these are some rich white ladies <laughs> kicking it at the Abbey every day." Yeah, and, and look, every day, and their pool. At the time, there was nothing totally. wrong with that because that's all we really saw. But then, as soon as, as once there's a space for you, you're like, oh, there was not, you go back and you watch and you're like, oh, this is, this is not, this is not it. You know, like there's so many other people that you could have included in this that you just left out. And again, they did what they could at the time. It was so groundbreaking being a gay show anyway. And uh, yeah, I just, I just think that once you're given the space and the voice, it's like, where were we all this time? You know? I mean, that's so many things, I think. But I, I do think Generation Q has done such a good job of not, like, it It almost goes unmentioned. It's like the perfect ideal world where they don't have to say, like, 
I'm a trans, you know, non-binary. They're just kind of like, I am what I am. And this is like, Tess exactly. never talks about it. As far as I know, Tess, she never mentions it. But like, it's, you know, it is a thing. And that's sort of what I like about it. Even you speaking Farsi, it's just like, this is, yeah, this is kind of how life is. And this is how it should be. How close are you as a person, Ari, to Danny as a person? Yeah, I don't know. I, I personally think I'm really like Danny, but then my friends from the outside will say, no, you're a lot goofier than Danny. And I, I, I probably am. Um, I definitely am a lot goofier than Danny. But I, that's like the version of me that you get once you know me. I'm not that version off top. I'm a little more reserved and a little more shy um, in, in revealing my personality. But then when you get to know me, I'm a fucking weirdo. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, 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 pretty, I'm pretty close to Danny, I think. Um, in a lot of ways and in other ways, I'm a total goofball. And I don't think we see a lot of that in Danny. I think, I think I had talked to Marja about maybe adding some of that. If there's a season three, like kind of seeing Danny in a more fun light, like just her having fun and not just so fucking heavy all the time. Um, cause I feel like, I mean, granted it was bonkers, bonkers to have someone like roll up on your wedding. I mean, I know it's not you like, Dude, like the graduate, straight like, up the graduate. I was like, this is so. But you know yeah, what's fun you... about the L word is that there's always that like sort of this is completely ridiculous. Like, and that's what makes it fun. You know what I mean? It's a soap opera. Yes, like, totally. like we're trying to have fun. We're, we're not trying to, you know, change the world or anything. We're just trying to have fun and have people see themselves in our show. Totally. But yeah, I, I think uh, I'd like to see Danny have a little more fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, you guys don't know where the season ends, but I do. And I think there's definitely room for some fun. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, don't oh, give us any spoilers. Well, don't. All I'm saying is Bet Porter. Uh, <laughs> but we, we, can, we, can move, we can move right along. Um, what has working on Elwood Generation Q for the past two seasons, couple years, taught you about sexuality? Yeah. Um, if anything. It's taught me a bunch, I feel like. I guess that it's complex and it's and it's fluid and it's not necessarily black and white. I do feel like I knew that though, but I think I think it's that it's just complex and that everyone likes different flavors and they're allowed to change their minds on what they like and what they don't like. Before I moved to LA, and I used to get the Netflix, I might even have one still somewhere. Like I would get Netflix CDs to the house, like everyone. Remember? Oh yeah. Any, okay. Of course. And I, Three yeah, at like a time, what a time. And then you'd be like charged for DVDs, it. DVDs, babe. It's not CDs. <laughs> We're not renting music. Whatever, Darren. It's the same shit. You put it okay. in the computer. All right, Tina, keep your question going. Go ahead. <laughs> so I know Tina would say that. Tina would be like, oh, my CDs. Okay. So, <laughs> so. I watched The L Word, like, home in San Francisco. Like, whoa, West Hollywood is the shit. Everyone lives in, like, a 1920s bungalow with a pool, which I'll totally be able to afford when I move down there. There's, like, all these cafes that are so cool and so queer. What's interesting, and I feel like, you know, where they were, you know, obviously took on almost like a, personality of their own right like the meeting place and we don't see that which I think is pretty interesting even though Dana's was kind of also this like personified thing right in the beginning of the first season do you think that the way like hanging out 
even queer otherwise is is displayed is like such a center of the show as it was in the first season or am I like totally making that up in my own mind oh I think it's uh I'm not sure if you said that it's the same as the first season or different from the first season like different I feel or maybe entirely. I'm entirely no 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 yeah, okay no, no, no. I thought you were yeah. gonna I, th- I didn't know if you had said the same if you had said the same I was that say, was well, like I- not the best executed questionary but like whatever <laughs> Basically, I just think it's, I got you. It's, it's interesting. Like it, it yeah. was such a huge part of the first yeah. iteration of the show. And now while we do have Dana's and like we see Shane like wanting to kind of take something over. Well, Tessa's kit and kind of Shane right. is, you But it know, was just, I don't the think owner, the hanging like, out is the same. Like it is really not. different. I feel uh, you're totally right. I think that we're all kind of like sectioned off. Yes. It feels like it's still yeah. like old and new right now um in terms of like the old show and the new it's and then somewhere off we kind of have our own like pairs here and there yeah but I don't think it's the same as the original show in terms of like having the planet where everyone was hanging out despite all the drama like everyone still had a meeting point and they were still all friends um and I think that's something that Marja wants to incorporate into the third season is that that feeling of like the friendship again, despite all of the I think it's it's tricky when you're when you're bringing a show back with new characters and original characters. It's like you have to establish these new characters and these new relationships. And I think in season one and two, it's been like, well, season one was definitely a setup, but I think season two is now expanding on these people and these relationships. And I think season three, we want to like bring it all together. I love that think that's the plan and I hope so um Marja has definitely said that so yeah I think that's that's in the works for like that same kind of feel that you're talking about okay good there better be a season three if you could if you could bring back any of the old L word people that aren't already back obviously so no Shane Alice Bet, uh or Tina uh who would it be and then flip side in, if you could write an episode and Danny could hook up with any of the main cast members from the original season, who would it be? Uh, if I could, if I could bring back anybody, I think it would be, I think it would be Carmen. I really just love yes. Carmen. Oh, she's, well, she's, doing, she's still bucking. So but in a whole so I know, but I can't watch her in that. So I, can't, I can't watch her in that. It has to be L word. Like, it has to be her as the DJ with like tattoos and like the whole thing. It has to be right. Like it's she was just such a babe. Yeah, such I mean she is still. Yes. Um, I would bring her back. I think it would be cool to see a character like Danny with someone like Alice, who's just mm. so fun and funny and just. I just I think it would make for for something fun to watch on screen. I was thinking in my mind that Danny wouldn't want it at first, but I think Helena would come after Danny and then Danny oh, would actually yes and then it would happen. That's in my mind how I pictured it. And then just, it would just be like billionaire lesbians. Yes. I'm like, I'm like living in Malibu rich. colony. You know what I mean? Like such I'm a vibe. It out. Right, okay. Oh. So all right, so Danny and Ari are in. All right, this is this is working in my mind. Um, yes. Do you ever watch any reality television, given the fact that you're an actor? I don't. None. I've you never seen The Bachelor. I've never seen any of those shows, y'all. Never. Well, okay. So sophisticated. Then. I, well, so you guys would never work out. <laughs> oh. There you go, Darren. 
I would. I could be the yin to her yang. Okay, oh, Liz. Like exactly. I, Some of my closest friends love like Love Island. Yes, I think is one of the ones. Okay, so I, was, I haven't. I was gonna ask if you could be on any reality show. What would you want to be on? But since you're not overly versed, if you could be on any other scripted show, what would you want to be on? Oh. Um, one of my. F- favorite shows out there right now is Succession. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Comes back I in October. I see that for you. Mm-hmm. I really love Succession. That just dry, that dry humor and that writing that just moves, I think is freaking awesome. I love Succession. I've seen it the whole show and I would probably watch it again. Yeah, that's a vibe for you. Also, like, sort of power. I'm getting just like the constant Rich, power vibes. top. <laughs> Top, top. If we walk away from any of this, it's that not only Danny, but Ari has also got that real top energy vibes. Oh, you know? that's hilarious. Speak, speaking of your power energy top vibes, when the show released in 2019, which luckily it did, um, there were all these viewing parties, which I actually got really lucky to host um, with some of the cast and there were like all these moments like there were, it was a real I think Showtime did a really great job of like putting you guys out there and doing events and screenings etc like what's the craziest fan story that you have so far oh my god you just, her look of shame as you said that she was just shaking her head so something came into her mind because lesbians come out no hot. lesbians be like wild. people don't know why old wild <laughs> they are like don't hold back anything i so i was at uh high tops last season oh. and i don't remember what episode it was but we some of the cast it was all of Gen Q had gone to High Tops to go see an episode and they had blocked off a little area for us and people were just storming the area, like coming up to us, like wanting to talk to us, which was fucking awesome. But this this one chick came up Uh-oh. to me, her friend, and is chatting me up and the friend is just looking at me up and down like I'm a piece of meat and I'm holding my phone in my hand, like talking to them. It's like kind of just hanging over here. She grabs my phone out of my hand. Stop puts her phone number in. She like sees that it's locked. She puts the thing in my face. I'm like in shock. So it just unlocks the phone. She puts her number in. She's like, text me and walks away. What? That feels very. I feel like she's Sunday night she, at high top. She thought I know she was so hot at. doing that though. Like she thought she was oh, yeah. so bold and like. Yes. Yes. I will say I was left agape. I was like. Did you text did her? No, I didn't fucking text her. (laughs) Would you ever go out with a fan? Or have you? I haven't. I I wouldn't say that I wouldn't. Because, like, I guess technically you would want them to be a fan of you anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. You'd want them to respect our work, at least for fuck's sake. Yeah. But you guys know what I mean. Like, I guess it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, damn, just taking the Well, What's the interesting thing about this is, like, coming back full circle when you're like, I don't like labels and I don't, I, I've dated men, I've dated women. You would, it's a feeling, it's a vibe. I'm assuming it's what you're attracted to is, is ultimately what it comes down to. But you play yes. in the most lesbian show, like the most iconically lesbian thing that we have, you are in. And so the natural assumption for fans is going to be like, 
regardless of what your sexuality is, and you could have easily been like, I'm 100% straight, never been with a woman, lesbians are going to be obsessed with you. Like, obsessed. Is it weird for them to assume your sexuality is not, is what's portrayed on camera? Like, do you feel weird about that? No, not at all. There's nothing wrong with it being assumed. Um, I just think I, I, I appreciate a little, uh, well, space like and boundaries. Personal space. Nice. Yeah, boundaries. space and boundaries are conversation fine. first. Like, butter me up or something. <laughs> Just a little bit. Give me a, l- a little a drink. something. <laughs> yeah. Buy me a fucking drink. You know what I mean? I, I was just taken aback. I was like, huh. What makes you think I'm going to text you? <laughs> That's it also- is a weird, that is a very strange it's flex. Bold. You know what I mean? It was it was bold. I appreciate the bold, but for me, it was like it gets a t- like she didn't say a word to me either. It was the friend that was talking to me, and then she had grabbed my phone after not saying a single syllable to me. Grabs my phone, puts her number in it, and walks away. And I'm like, that's that's not it. That's that's not it. That's mm-hmm. not it. I no, mean, I will tell. I will tell you. I mean, speaking of Darren, like how we kind of project, I guess, really the dream upon all of these actors in uh, the L word that they're gay. I mean, or at least queer. How right. is Jennifer Beals not let like what the fuck? Like, How that's, is that oh, not I, possible? I just uh, don't understand. If there's anyone that takes the sex scenes so seriously and makes them so believable, it's Beth Porter. I mean, that woman's work ethic is unlike <laughs> anything I have ever I seen. Bet. So if she if she looks like she's in it, she's in it. You know what I mean? Like sexuality aside, like she deep dives into Bette Porter. Like it's like it's herself. You know what I mean? She well, is that's so what we're hoping, Ari. Like Jennifer Beals yeah. is Bette Porter. Like that has to be. I like, know. There's no, it. that she is like. seems so like. Method acting smooth. at its finest or whatever the hell. That's like she <laughs> ate Bette Porter and became Bette Porter. Like she's not. She has no like. I she, bet she smells really good too. You of know? course she does. She really, she's very beautiful. She smells good. She's glowing all the time. She likes God, skin. See, this is what time. I'm saying. This is what lesbians do. We're just like we project all of our fantasies onto like the zeitgeisty, like the piece of film that we all talk about is the L word. And, you know, our podcast is called Scissoring Isn't a Thing, which is obviously created because Liz and I get asked these crazy questions all the time. It's just like gay people in this world. Like, you know, how do women have sex? Do people ever ask you anything? Like, what's the weirdest or maybe when I say most offensive, it doesn't have to be that you were offended by it. But you could be like, this is a fucking weird question to ask you about your role or lesbian sex or whatever the hell people yeah ask I, about. I think exactly that it's the scissoring thing I think <laughs> I, have a, I have a good amount of guy friends as well and uh like friend, guys that I've been friends with since like high school um and they'll ask me like so so, so do chicks like scissor and right. I'm like no it's it's not a, <laughs> it's, it's better not a than thing. I'm sorry to shatter your fantasy like it's not just like a one dimensional like scissoring situation. It's like a lot more than that. It's complex. There's a lot going on and I don't care to explain it to you. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Liz did Instagram a meme the other day that was like, lesbian porn's not realistic because you're not saying your skin is so soft every five seconds. And I was like, yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> it's so accurate because it's all, I mean, I had to show oh, it to my so wife so and she was like, yeah. that's so funny. <laughs> I was like, isn't it? It's oh, so true. That was good, Liz. Anyway, well, that is hilarious. And, you know, with every episode, we love to kind of wrap it up with a game. And yeah. 
we make up silly ones. They're, it's all just fun and games. It's stupid. There's no right answer. Okay. We, yes. we spoke at the, at the beginning of the episode about the chart. And I want to just test your lesbian knowledge, knowledge to see who dated who in the lesbian world. How, so, how with it with the culture? Like how with are it? You? Yes. Are let's, you? Let's do it. Um, I'm not with it with the, the, any of the cultures, quite frankly. But hey, let's do it. Maybe but pop culture. You might just be, this could be pop culture. This could be any culture. Darren, you so. can kick it off if All you right. like. It's just yes yeah. or no is if these couples dated or not. Have okay, Ellen and Jodie Foster dated? No. Correct. That's correct. Has yeah. Angelina Jolie and Jenny Shimizu dated? Who who? Uh, Jenny Shimizu. I see her often at the Whole Foods on. Oh great, Liz! That's like Third and Fairfax. Um, and I also see her at the dog park in West Hollywood. Just saying. But Jenny Shimizu and Angelina Jolie. Oh shoot! I don't know who Jenny Shimizu is, so I'm gonna have to go with yes. Correct. Correct. That's, that was yes. Okay. <laughs> Why am I getting on the Ellen ones? Did Jane Lynch and Ellen date? Yes. No. 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 They did, did not. really. No, they didn't. I also thought, as Jane far as Lynch we know, right, was amazing on the first season of the uh, or the, the first lawyer? It, yeah, like iteration of the Elwood. She yeah. was so like creepy but great. Okay. Did Cara Delevingne and Kristen Stewart date? No. They did. They did. They did? I thought they were just friends. Nope. Well, that's how it is in the lesbian scene, my friend. Get, get oh, with no. it. Did Cara Delevingne and St. Vincent date? I don't know who some of these people are. <laughs> um, yes. 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 Okay, yes. St. Vincent's an awesome rocker. Now, did St. Vincent and Kristen Stewart date? I want to say yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So Kara dated Kristen. Kristen dated St. Vincent. St. Vincent dated Kara. And that's. <laughs> and then they all had a throuple. <laughs> and that's the chart. Uh, okay. Two more. Two more. Did uh, Shane, Kate, play Shane, huh? date Samantha Ronson? No. Correct. They didn't. No, correct. correct. They did not. Last okay. And up. last but not least, did Megan Rapino and Sue Bird date? No. Yes. They're married. Come on now. Oh. <laughs> but I like where you were going. Like, I think you were she trying to, like, a, outsmart the had game. had a confidence. Yeah, she, 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 she did it. You <laughs> passed the test, Ari. You did such a good job. We'll, we'll, you're in our culture now. You're in our culture officially. Thank but thank, uh, you. thank you so much for coming on Scissoring Isn't a Thing. We are obsessed with your show. We are obsessed with your role in the show. You do such an incredible job. Uh, where can people find you on Instagram? Look at other. I actually watched your casting tape, like your sizzle reel today, which was very fun. Like what? Uh, where is uh, that? It's is on it IMDb. Online? It's on IMDb. Oh. Is it really? Yes. I don't even know that. Yes. Wow, I have to it's that like to two and a half minutes, and I had a great time. So. <laughs> Thanks for watching. I'm going to go check it out. My pleasure. Yes. Get, get those numbers on IMD. Yeah, get those MDM. numbers. Yes. <laughs> uh, but where well, can people follow you, you or find you as well, too? Um, on Instagram, uh, my first name, Ariane underscore Mandy, is my main uh, form of social media. I don't really do Twitter. I might have an account somewhere, but I don't use it. Um, and yeah, Instagram. Is Ariane Iranian or Chilean or anything? Does it have any? It's actually French. Uh, That's what I think. It sounds French to me because my girlfriend's really like Nadine, it. which is French, and her, like, there were yeah. Iranians that emigrated to France and, like, went to school there. So Ariane is very pretty. I just, 
Thank Ariane you. Ariane is it's very pretty. My, yeah. my parents couldn't agree on that she wanted Chilean, he wanted Persian. So they said, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do French. French. <laughs> I like it. It's very, it's very sophisticated. <laughs> um, you. Well, you yeah. can find us two unsophisticated chuckleheads yes. on Instagram. Um, um, I'm going to go follow you right now. Okay. Um, well, I'm thank you. at Listen to Liz. Darren is Carpe Darren. And right. our show is at SIAT Podcast. And Thank you. We love this you, Ari. Thank you so, so much. We're so excited. Thank you yes. both. Love you guys. I can't wait this to see so you hook fun. up with Bet. Oh, threesome. <laughs> GG. <laughs> she maintained. She maintained. She maintained. The face does not. I don't break. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ari. Bye. Scissoring Isn't a Thing is a production of Embassy Row. Our executive producer is Sarni Rogers. This episode was produced by Alexa Machia and Anna Marie Johnson. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at SIAT Podcast. See you next Tuesday.